self-empowerment isn't something that comes from motivational quotes. It's something that comes from being curious and courageous enough to look at yourself inwardly and really understand who you are and having that courage to strip away what is not you. Welcome to the Neurosensitive Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Tarleton, registered dietitian, mind-body nutrition expert, and fellow HSP empath and healer. I help you tap into a deeper sense of nourishment in your life using a nine element framework that I created and used on my healing journey as a highly sensitive person. We are on a mission to teach sensitive humans how to envision and create a nourishing relationship with food, body, and self. Our vision is to see sensitive folks feeling empowered and using their authentic gifts to be the change that they wish to see in this world. So let's jump into today's podcast episode. May it inspire and heal you, nourish you, and may it help you grow. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Nourish Sensitive Podcast. This is Leah. I hope you are feeling so nourished as fall is starting to roll in. I am really starting to feel the beautiful changing of the seasons and looking so forward to watching the leaves show us what letting go looks like. I am also feeling really excited for this episode. So, We are going to be closing out our three-part series on how to nourish yourself as a highly sensitive person. You'll notice that this series has been going on since episode six. I did it on episode six, episode nine, and now episode 12. So it's a really nice, well-rounded three-part series. If you haven't listened to the other parts of this series, you can go back In episodes six and nine, we covered the mind-body elements of the self-nourishment framework, and those are holistic nutrition, emotional health and embodiment in episode six, and in episode nine, physical fitness, optimal living, and gut health. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the spiritual elements of the nourishment framework, and those are self-empowerment, value alignment, and spiritual growth. These are really important elements of the nourishment framework because they go a little bit deeper than some of the things that we're used to talking about when it comes to our health and our healing. There's a lot of information out there about nutrition, about emotional health. There's a lot of information about digestion and lifestyle and physical fitness, but I haven't seen as much around a more spiritual and self-empowerment framework for health and healing. So that's what we're going to talk about today, and I'm really excited about sharing this with you. So just like in previous episodes, I'm going to give you kind of a definition of how I think about each of these elements. We're going to talk about what it really means to embrace this element of nourishment in your life, and I will leave you with some reflections for each of them. So the first element of the spiritual elements of the nourishment framework that we're going to talk about is self-empowerment. And let's just start with some definitions. So how do I think about self-empowerment when I'm working with clients and helping HSPs nourish themselves? First, we have to talk about the self. So what exactly does self mean? The way I think about this is the self is your essential being. It's what separates you from others. It's what makes you yourself, right? It makes, it's your essential being, it's your uniqueness. And when we tack on empowerment to that, empowerment is really a process of 
strengthening your sense of self-efficacy, right? And your sense of your control over your life, developing confidence, self-trust, and awareness. So self-empowerment is really about knowing who you are, knowing what your essential being is that separates you from other people, and really going through a process of strengthening your confidence in who that person is, developing trust in that self, and developing awareness, really becoming more conscious of who you really are. Tied up in this concept of self-empowerment is a sense of power, right? A power, a purpose, and an energy that flows from knowing who you are, knowing deep down what you value, having self-awareness, and the authenticity that flows from that, the alignment. So what are some of the elements or essential ingredients of self-empowerment? The ones that I've uncovered really start with awareness of your trait, and this is specifically for highly sensitive people. So doing the research and really understanding deeply, once you discover that you're a highly sensitive person, what that means. There's lots of reading material out there, blogs. You can start with the book, The Highly Sensitive Person, but it's all about having this nuanced and deep understanding of that trait and what it means for you. I think when we discover that we're highly sensitive people, the first thing we want to do is start diving into and understanding what this means for our life and really kind of exploring who we really are, especially when all of our life we felt like we didn't understand ourselves or we didn't feel understood by others and now we have this trait that we can explore. So self-empowerment really begins with that, is embracing that curiosity around who you are. Another ingredient of self-empowerment is acceptance of your trait. So it's one thing to know about the trait, to know about some of the pros and cons, the challenges that highly sensitive people face, but it's another thing entirely to come to a deeper place of acceptance and even love around your trait. This is probably one of the harder steps for some folks because being a highly sensitive person definitely comes with challenges. It's something that makes it a little bit harder to exist out in the world, but there's so much to be happy and excited and passionate about when you understand this trait and you've taken some time to get to know yourself through it. So self-empowerment is really a practice of self-awareness as well as a practice of the art of reflection, really kind of going inward and understanding who you are and who you always have been, as well as knowing and using your unique gifts as a highly sensitive person. So what are some of the reflections that I like to give my clients and HSPs who are working on self-empowerment? The first one I want you to think about is Who am I really when I strip away what I have been told about myself? This is such a powerful reflection because it alludes to this idea that there is a true self that lives underneath everything we've been told about ourselves from you're too sensitive to you are overly emotional and we really get down to the root of who am I? That is the essential question of self-empowerment. What is it? about myself that I don't know but I'm curious to learn and what are the parts of me that I'm not currently embracing that I really ought to spend more time with and be grateful for 
and use my curiosity to learn about. That's really another important reflection is what am I curious to learn about when it comes to myself? A lot of HSPs I know love personality tests and the Myers-Briggs scale, and I think it's such an important thing for us to embrace that curiosity and really get to know ourselves on a deep level, as well as understanding the trait and understanding some of the ins and outs and the nuances of it. But really also embracing this inwardness, this reflection, and this understanding of who you are at your core and what it means to be a highly sensitive person to you. Self-empowerment isn't something that comes from motivational quotes. It's something that comes from being curious and courageous enough to look at yourself inwardly and really understand who you are and having that courage to strip away what is not you and what doesn't give you the power and that doesn't allow you to live from a place of deep authenticity and use your gifts. So that is the element of self-empowerment in my nourishment framework. The next element that we're going to talk about is value alignment. And I think this really ties in well with some of the elements of self-empowerment. I think self-empowerment has to come first before we start working on aligning who we are and our values because it's really hard to get to a place of alignment when we're not really sure of ourselves, we don't really have a deeper understanding of who we are, what our trait is, etc. So value alignment, how do we define that? The word value really means it's like a personal judgment of what is important in life and what is important for you to put your time, your energy, and your attention on. So what you value is what is important to you in your life. Where do you put your time? Where do you put your attention? Where do you put your energy? And then the word alignment is all about being in a position of agreement with yourself, right? With your values and who you are. It's about being in a position where you're like, I know who I am. I know what I believe. And I'm being honest with myself about whether or not I am in alignment with that and if I truly agree with my beliefs and the things that I say I believe. This really ties in a lot with the word authenticity. So you are what you say you are, you do what you say you value, and you're honest with yourself about what matters to you and what you put your time, energy, and attention on. So value alignment is when you have put yourself in a position where you know what you value, you're honest with yourself about what matters to you, and you're out there living your life in a way that feels authentic and feels aligned with those inner expressions of your true self and your true authentic spirit. So what are some of the elements of value alignment? Obviously, the first thing is knowing your values, knowing what is important to you in life, and this is different for everyone. Some people really value family. Some people really value career. But it's all about knowing for yourself what that is and exploring it deeply. Understanding what you want from life. What are your desires? You landed here on this earth. You were born into your family. What, what do you want out of this experience? It's not going to last forever. What are your desires from life? Another ingredient of value alignment is having a dream, having a vision. 
And I know that might sound a little woo-woo, but I always go back to Martin Luther King and his I Have a Dream speech, as well as Anne Frank, who's another one of my heroes. No matter what the situation is in your life, no matter what you're struggling with, do you have something that you're working towards? Do you have a vision? Do you have a dream of what you would like to see happening in yourself, in your life, in your family, in your community, and in your world? This is such an important part of aligning in your values and and a very important part of feeling nourished. Another ingredient of value alignment is expanding your comfort zone, really developing the skill sets to do that because it's really hard to be aligned in our values if we're afraid of expressing that true inner self, those true things that we believe are important and that we are honestly authentic about. So expanding your comfort zone is a very important part of aligning with your values. Another important part that kind of ties into comfort zone is passion. And the way I define passion isn't like this sort of pie in the sky, like I'm passionate about this or I'm so passionate. It's more about what are you willing to struggle for? What are you willing to be uncomfortable for? Because it just matters so much to you and It's something that you hold so true in your soul, in your spirit. That is your passion. Another ingredient of value alignment is just doing what makes you truly happy. Whether that's, let's say you really love doing photography, but you're not consistently doing it. You say that you love photography. You see yourself as a person who enjoys taking photographs, but it's not something that you're outwardly aligning with in your day-to-day. This is all about authentic living and doing what makes you happy. So what are some reflections that can help you with value alignment and help you feel more nourished? The first one is what lights me up inside? And I know that's sort of like a vague question, but what I mean there is like what lights you up? What gives you energy? What makes you feel like you want to get out of bed? You're animated, right? You have life purpose. Another way to think about this is what can you talk about for hours if only somebody would listen? Every one of us has something like this and it can be something totally obscure and specific. Like maybe you love talking about marine life or maybe you really love checkers or chess and you just could talk about this for hours. It's really important to know what that is because that's really what lights you up inside and allows you to align with your values and your purpose and your desires and your dreams in life. Another reflection is, what am I willing to struggle and be uncomfortable for? What matters so much to me that I'm willing to be a little uncomfortable and and work on developing the skills that allow me to push through it? Right now, I'm recording this podcast episode, and I've found it difficult to get on a mic and speak and share my ideas, but I'm willing to be uncomfortable with that because I truly value what it is I'm sharing and I'm working to be in alignment with those values. And the last question is, what change do I want to see in myself? What would make me feel like I was living my life more authentically? What change do I want to see there? And what change do I want to see outside of me? Whatever that is, whatever change you want to see in the world, value alignment is about bringing your inner self into alignment with what you're doing out in the world and what activities you're engaging in that are an expression of your inner values. 
So this is a very deep concept, but when we get into alignment with who we are, the first element of self-empowerment and have that awareness, and then get into alignment with our values and what we really believe is important and what we put our time and our energy on, this is when life starts to feel so effortlessly nourishing and so when life starts to feel like it has a really deep purpose for us and we belong here and we're here to help others and use our gifts. So let's move on to the last element of this three-part series. This one is very special to me because a huge part of my nourishment journey as a highly sensitive person has been developing my spirituality growing deeper in it for many, many years. I had no real felt sense of a connection with something higher or greater than me. And I'm not just talking about religion or God. It was just this sense of belonging connectedness that was really lacking in my life. So let's talk about how I define spiritual growth. Spiritual is really a reference to the human spirit. And the spirit, it's kind of hard to put into words, but I, I kind of define it as that which animates us. If you think about like a Disney animation, our spirit is what brings us to life. And it's something that is felt or experienced beyond the senses or the material or physical world. One of the ways I like to describe this is sort of seeing beyond the veil, seeing beyond what you can sense or perceive. And it's a deeper sense of, connection with life. Spiritual is also about belongingness. It's about inclusion and a connectedness with all things, regardless of space and time. So having the sense that you are connected with the trees and the animals and the whole earth, even though you are not always with them in a space or in a time frame. Spirituality is also extrasensory that like I said, it's not perceived physically. It sort of lives in the heart. It lives in the soul of your being. And it's what animates you through that. It's not thought about necessarily. It goes beyond thinking. It goes beyond the mind and the thoughts in your head. It's something that is known in the heart, in the gut, in the body. And when we talk about spiritual growth, this is all about expansion of the heart, the mind, the body, and of consciousness. Spiritual growth is about moving into a sort of lightness around life, a spaciousness that brings us past, like I said, the sufferings of our thoughts, the pains that we experience in life, and connecting us with something much bigger than the self. It's a really lofty concept, but it's such an important element of nourishment. So a couple of spiritual growth reflections. The first one is, what do I sense is true or that I just know, but I cannot physically feel or describe it materially? For me, I used to go for long walks in nature in solitude where it was really quiet. And I would start to get this sense of feeling like I was connected with nature as if the trees could talk to me and there was nothing I could physically put my finger on like the trees are actually talking to me but it was just a sense of knowing that I belonged in this and it really took me out of my head and gave me this sense of awe and wonder and a feeling that I was in the presence of something bigger than myself bigger than my 
racing thoughts, my anxiety, the pain in my body, that was what I perceived as spirituality and spiritual growth. Another reflection is, what do I sense or pick up on when I'm facing something much bigger than me? And when I say bigger, I mean it in different ways. So let's say a natural landscape, something that's bigger than you, like a mountain, or looking up at the night sky, this is much bigger than you. It gives you a perspective of of the cosmos. Something bigger than you can also be like a life problem that you're facing, like the death of a loved one or a major health issue. It's just so much bigger than you. It's more than you can physically hold sometimes. Or just the intense emotions that surround these kinds of life problems. What is it that I sense or pick up on when I am in the midst of these kinds of big life experiences? And there's no right or wrong answer to this. It's just what you feel in your body and in your mind. This question really can lead to such deep spiritual growth within yourself and a deep sense of nourishment in your life. When we work on spiritual growth, it's about developing and resurfacing our intuition, connecting with a deeper life purpose. Why am I here? Again, connecting with something bigger than yourself and your self-consciousness and all the thoughts in your head. Spiritual growth helps us resolve fear, anxiety, and existential depression because we have a sense of there's something bigger going on than just me. There's, there's a path here. And this deeper sense of trust and belief in being guided, being held, and really belonging in life. Spiritual growth also is a sense of the mystery of life and a respect for it, that we don't have the answers to everything, that there's a deeper meaning here and a deeper mystery that we're just tasked with embracing. And spiritual growth is also about developing loving kindness towards ourself, towards others, and towards life. Really, I think spiritual growth is one of the most important elements of the nourishment framework, or at least it was for me when I started to really connect to something deeper, something bigger than just me. And this is not at all like diminishing the importance of self-awareness like we've talked about. It's about going beyond the self and connecting to something that is not just material and sensed. So I really encourage you, if you have enjoyed this episode but didn't get to the other parts of this series, to go back and listen to episode 6, episode 9, and episode 12, to try some of the reflections or just listen through and see how they make you feel. I really, really hope that this three-part series has been enlightening for you, nourishing for you, and that will help you grow in so many ways as a highly sensitive person and develop a deeper sense of nourishment in your life. That really is the goal and the mission here at The Nourish Sensitive and... I appreciate you being here for that journey and being part of that vision and that mission to see highly sensitive people stepping into their power and really embracing this trait and using it to be the change that they want to see in this world. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will catch you next time. Take care.